We're going to link up now with a former All Black halfback, uh, Afisa Junior Tonu. He's been in France. So, Afisa, is it uh, is it still bonjour? Bonjour, bonjour, Sevi. No, I'm still fresh off the plane from the croissants. Oh my gosh, my waistline's gone a bit big, but hey, uh, it's all been worth it. It's been a wonderful time, and um, but I'm really happy to be home. I saw you posting some videos from the stands. You, you look like a kid in a candy shop, Afisa. Kid, kid, before we talk about the game in general, just France as a host, the vibe look amazing. They've been fantastic. I mean... Like it's a true city, Paris, and uh, and we talk about, and I know it's sort of digressing a bit in terms of public transport and rail and all this sort of stuff, but it really works. It really works there in, in Paris. How it was easy to get into the stadium, and as just as well as uh, exiting and getting away uh, with with very minimal hassle. But the people there were fantastic, and um, and everything was all in good spirit, even though there was a. A scary few machine guns sort of standing there with a few army people along the way, but uh, but all in all, uh, a great experience uh, for to go. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was just another fanboy in there, whether it was watching um, the quarterfinals or the All Blacks or the, the second quarterfinals or, or both semis, but it was a, a, a true spectacle to go and, and the stadium, how impressive it is uh, to see live. So, very fortunate. And it's amazing that the two foes in New Zealand and South Africa are going to meet in the final. Two sort of different paths through this World Cup, Afisa, with um, South Africa really tested in the quarter and really tested again in the semi-final. Do you feel that there's a possibility that there'll be a little bit less fuel in the tank? Well, if you just cast your mind back to the first game... um and it sort of has to do with what's next week. And, and you would have seen the first game, the All Blacks versus the, the French team. And uh, they were just, uh, the, the, the conditions there, you could see, and we only watched it from New Zealand, that the jerseys were sweating and they had extra water breaks and uh, um, and you could see the perspiration on everybody's jerseys and everybody was saying that in the, in the stadium was hot. It has just turned a different uh, 180 degree there in terms of the conditions. Uh, like last week, and, and, and the conditions not only has been raining hard in that semi-final with England and South Africa, um, but also this whole week, uh, even when we left, um, there was forecast for heavy rain right up until the end of the weekend. So in terms of what you're saying and, and the journeys of both teams, they've had to adapt with the way they played from game one to seven games deep into the tournament. And so um, you, you might not like the, the way it's going to play, but it just might end up playing out the way it is. But everybody's sort of playing to their strength. And uh, like you said, you know, winning by one point, they're just getting through and learning how to well, managing to find a win, um, you can see the fatigue in, in both teams. I just think we're just a little bit more uh, ready. I think we've got a couple of games left in us, whereas I think that uh, South Africa probably would, would struggle to get through too. We'll be able to just get through this last game. I was talking to producer Sam this morning about the final, and he said, what's your prediction? Who do you think will win? How, what do you think will do? And, and it's like rugby World Cup finals is about not making mistakes and like that's missing tackles, dropping the ball, getting carded and all of that. It'd be a big surprise to me, Afisa, if we saw an open running game, given the nature of the importance of this game. Yeah, um, I, I think it'll be just moments. And I mean, everybody be, and, and both teams will be looking for that break, um, that, 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 
person that's missed his assignment and there's an opportunity whether it's close to the ruck or someone out wide um, and, and that's when you need to feed on and uh, on those opportunities and, and you always say like the the, the defence will give you the answers on where to attack and so it's just going to be finding those moments um, conditions will do, like you mentioned conditions will play a big part but I just think that uh, the strength of this game would probably be coming off the bench because I'd say the starting 15, there'll be no doubt about it, will be a, uh, a war of attrition and they'll certainly be testing each other in a big arm wrestle. But it's the guys that are going to come off the bench and, and we're going to see, tactics-wise, you know, is Rashi going to get a 6-7-1 a, a bench again or, or, or what, what's New Zealand going to do? I mean, New Zealand could have got so many different uh, versatile players. They could actually play... Um, you know, with an, an, uh, whether you have someone like Ethan Blackadder coming on the bench and making an extra forward there and just running in a, a halfback like uh, whether it's going to be Christie or uh, D-Mac on, on the bench, you know, we could do that depending on the condition. So it'd be interesting to see how they uh, are their selections uh, in the next 24 hours. I felt like at the game, and I know it's a while ago, the game at Mount Smart, uh, we managed to nullify the South African much-vaunted rush defence, and we played a lot of the game in the middle of the park, which made them split their defence, which makes the rush defence less effective. Russi, I've, I've grown to have so much respect for Russi over this World Cup as, as a thinking rugby man. He'll be aware of that. I think we might see a different game plan from South Africa. I think they have to change more than New Zealand have to change. I agree. Um, a couple of things that come to your point is losing Malcolm Mark is a massive uh, loss to the team, in particular coming to the back end of the tournament. I mean, he is so influential in closing the team off and winning some of those games. And I think that uh, Rusty had to sort of go into a different mindset and getting how they finish off there, in particular with the bench. But players like that, and I can't remember for me the uh, um, the, the young centre that was there uh, at, at the Twickenham game, but you know they haven't had quite that luxury of selection on being able to play different types of styles or, or tactically uh, change their game plan because they just had to run with what they had due to injuries. But Russi, again, he's just a, a, a thinker of the game and a street thinker of the game that you just you just can't count them out. But unfortunately, I just think that that last battle South Africa had with England, that was a true battle and that was a war of attrition. And we were just sitting there as the All Blacks were sitting there watching the game then fresh, ready to go the next day. That South African team will need to have a, a couple, three days just to recover from that battle. Um, so whether that time is not on their side, uh, we'll see in a couple of days. Yeah, it's, it's just fascinating. Um, it, it, there is a contrast of styles. What have you liked? What What's the growth areas that New Zealand have made over the last seven or eight weeks? Um, for the All Blacks, it's just that ability to change their type of game. Um, they had to sort of front up... Um, against the island and they needed to muscle up in, in their front row because, I mean, although the island didn't really have a plan B, but they were notified by the forward encounter and that discipline that we had on defence to, to make sure that Ireland had to find a, a plan B. And, and no matter what they threw at us, we were up front, line speed and turning them away and just staying clean for those in particular that last phase or the 28 phases. Um, and just being in the stand, and everybody was just sitting and said, no one was cheering, and I was, just, I was just saying to myself, just stay clean, just stay clean. And someone 
we'll, we'll be right off their assignment and we'll pick it off and turn it over. Um, but even that wasn't sure. But when Sam Wiglock got in there, strong over the ball, uh, and, and and the guys just were just 28 phases. They just had no energy to try and clear out a big, fresh body like that. It was just like, you know, the Kiwis were just jumping up and down all over the stadium. It was awesome. Isn't it amazing that a five-second moment can affect an 80-minute game? And and I feel like there's something in that final there's going to be a five-second moment. Well, we're giving a lot of props to Rusty Rasmus about, you know, his selection, his bench and his changes. Uh, and again, you know, you would have seen on the TV screen, there was a lot of uh, team meetings up on the coaches' boxes and, and, and figure out what was going to go on. But, you know, we need to give a lot of credit to that all-back uh, coaching panel, how cool they keep and, and how methodical they are in terms of who comes on, who comes off. And he even keeping someone off, um, um, not even replacing uh, Scott Barrett for the last 15 minutes of that game. You know, I mean, that's just unheard of, but it's thinking ahead of what's going to happen. So, you know, I've got to get a lot of props to that, that New Zealand coaching staff. And uh, and there are no mugs in there too. They're, they're onto it as well. Everyone tries to play selector. I, I'm sort of thinking um, maybe because of the effectiveness of the bomb squad of South Africa, we might see Nepo Laulala, one of the grizzled vets, go onto the bench to try and combat. Potentially, the South African replacement front row is better than their starting front row. Could, could that be one of the only changes? Do you think they'd go there? Yeah, that, that one, I mean... <laughs> It's really hard to go off uh, the to Williams to Matey Williams. I, I think that that you know he's young and, and strong and, and he's a knot. And again, it's it's all on 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 angles and cement. I mean, I couldn't really read the difference between why that last penalty was. Um, I thought that uh, you know they might have got a couple of good scrums ahead, and I'm talking about South Africa on the jump when they made those those changes up front. But largely, uh, by and large, most of it to me was a pretty even that battle. And uh, the, instead of penalties, it was more resets rather than penalties. Um, whether we do that just to combat one portion of the game might be a bit much. I mean, there'll be some guys that really deserve to be there. Um, I just want to think that the makeup of the bench, uh, whether they put that extra forward in. And I, and I, I'm just thinking... I'm just thinking Ethan Blackadder, for some reason, will come out there and just combat that that loose ball, that 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 really tricky area of of, of winning that fight and that turnover area, because that's going to be the key for me on on that ball security, the ball maintenance from the attacking team. And once you're off your assignment, once and I say the assignment all the time, once they're off, we need those features in pretty quick um, to get in there and 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 turn over those balls because it seems to be working really well for us. And then the back end of that that final, I think that defence is going to be the key and so we're going to get our best defenders out there. Talking to Afisa Tanu'u, former All Black halfback, I want to talk halfback with you. First, uh, two questions on halfbacks. First of all, Aaron Smith, um, when I say he's turning back the clock, he is playing like a hungry man that's in his last World Cup and his last campaign for the All Blacks, going to lead his last hucker in the World Cup final. Such an inspirational tournament from uh, Aaron Smith. Do you know that guy? Uh, I mean, it's really hard to see where he hasn't played a good game in the All Black jersey. Maybe at the start of the Island game, there was a couple of loose passes, but he got himself right after that first twenty minutes. But boy, he's been he's been exceptional in that jersey right from day one when he played, and uh, and I don't think anybody ever prepares 
more thoroughly uh, than that young man, um, Aaron Smith, and everything that he does. It's 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 you know he's going to finish on top. Uh, regardless of what the victory is, uh, the, the result is on, on Saturday or Sunday morning for us. But, you know, he's been a absolute champion for us. Um, really proud to know that, you know, he's he's a, he's done that in an all-black jersey, in particular number nine jersey. But, uh, you know, we'd like him to finish off well. And I think the way that he's tracking, you know, he's still due for another big one. So, um, and then just the, the, the competition and the standard that he's set for guys that, um uh, Christy and and Cam Royguard, you know we're in good we're in good space in terms of our halfbacks. Even one's coming through Fakatava that's been under him, um, and so the other halfbacks is a he's left a good imprint uh, for the for the rest of the next uh, battle of halfbacks in the future. Have you final question? Have you been surprised with the form of Cam Royguard and the impact he made off the bench that he hasn't played for three weeks now? Not even not even in the twenty three. Did that take you by surprise? Uh, no, no, no. I, I suppose I, I got the chance to watch them in uh, Lyon and, and, and watch the live when um, Finlay Christie came on and, and he just really sped up the game. He was so accurate in everything that he'd done with the ball. And I just think that when they were going to go play that game against Ireland, him coming on the bench, it just didn't give enough time for anybody to get over the ball and the opposition to get over the ball to, to try and turn over because he was there so quick and so accurate and that was probably the key in terms of, of clearing that ball because we had so much firepower out wide, we just needed to get out wide. If there's any ever a team to try and try and kill the source of our attack, would have to be the attack in that ruck. And so, just for me, uh, and, and, and you know, and again, I was just guessing like everybody else. I just thought that him getting to that ruck, just a, a lightning quick and clearing that ball, was probably just the only difference between those two. But it was just the horses' courses for that one. Uh, but in terms of Cam Royguard. Um, man, I watched him last year playing for Counties Monaco. I said, well, this boy can play. This guy's got game. And so I'm not surprised to see him there. But his World Cup is the next two. Uh, may not be this time. Might not get the opportunity. But the next one, Australia, and the next one, America, that's when you see this Cam Royguard will, will be up to that, that top level. Really appreciate your expertise, particularly in that positional stuff. You've, you've made it very clear for me, Afisa. And again, I appreciate your time coming. You've probably still got a little bit of jet lag, but um, what, do, <laughs> what does Afisa's lounge room look like on a Sunday morning? Are you a watch by yourself? Do you get the family round? Do you get mates round? What is, what's your Sunday morning oh, look God. like? You know, we've got plenty of our, our, our household will be there wrapped up and coming out and they'll slowly hear me sort of singing the chanting of the anthem or something and a lot of rustling around the kitchen with cups of teas and that and they'll be all coming out uh, all in their blankets ready to go. So we'll be like that on Sunday. And it's really nice to be home too. Yep, share it, share it with uh, Aotearoa. Uh, Afisa, you've been a great uh, great help to us uh, during this World Cup. I really do thank you for that, and I hope you enjoy your Sunday and we, we come out on the right side of the ledger, eh? Up the All Blacks.